Two death-obsessed sisters, outcasts in their suburban neighborhood, must deal with the tragic consequences when one of them is bitten by a deadly werewolf. I'm Joe. I'm Devin. And welcome to Partners in Fright. How are you? You're on tonight. I'm trying. Baby. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Welcome. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to AT&T. You sound like one of those robotic voices. I sound like the Jurassic Park, like, announcer lady. <laughs> A little bit, yeah. <laughs> um, how was your week? It was good. I'm struggling to remember. Oh, that's right. Uh... There's probably a reason why I can't remember because I am concussed. That's right. Somebody got a head injury this week. I did. Yay. <laughs> that was wonderful. Um <clears throat> so great to have experienced that. And uh it's like a little horror related. I'll, I can There's a lot of blood. I can tell this story. Uh, I was working out and I will never be doing that ever again <laughs> in my entire life. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so I was working out and uh, incorrectly attached a resistance band to an over the door hook and it was a metal hook um, and mm-hmm. it snapped off and hit me in the back of my head and it really was a scene straight out of a horror movie and I never thought that I would experience the feeling of putting my hand to the back of my head and pulling it back to just see blood yeah. covering my hand. Pretty gnarly. And to feel a warm liquid seeping out into my hair. I mean, you see it in movies a lot, mm-hmm. but experiencing it firsthand is very uh, not cool. <laughs> it wasn't a good time. I can imagine, yeah. Anyway, so uh, my head has been glued shut. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it honestly sounds a lot more dramatic than it was. Uh, it was either one staple or some liquid stitches, and mm-hmm. I chose the liquid stitch route. And they were like, good luck resting with two children. Yeah, right. One ER visit and a CT scan later, and here we are. Here I am. Mm-hmm. Was This was your pick this week, right? Yes. Well, so actually, um, if you are following us on Instagram, I threw up. Finally, mm-hmm. I, I held to my word from you the did. last episode. I'm very proud of you. I, I put in the work on Instagram, mm-hmm. and I, I threw up some surveys and asked you guys what you wanted to see us review, asked for some opinions on maybe reviewing short horror movies, which I think we're going to look into in the near future. Mm-hmm. Um, so this movie, Ginger Snaps, has been recommended like five times from our very good friend Wolfgang, uh, fitting name for the movie, by mm-hmm. the way, Wolfgang. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, and we finally reviewed it because I was like, we, we have to watch this. Mm-hmm. I thought I had watched this in high school and I never did. I do remember seeing it on Fearnet though. So oh, yeah. I feel like it's super appropriate. For... I knew this has a massive cult following. I've never seen it before. Yeah. It was never super high on my 
on my list and it never really came across my radar too often. Yeah. So shout out Wolfgang. They also just got married. So congratulations. Congratulations. And uh, yeah, so we finally reviewed this. Uh, We were Snapchatting a little bit back and forth. I didn't get to uh, send them a message, so maybe they'll be listening to this live or I'll (laughs) just text them when this (laughs) episode comes out. But um, they didn't say that it was an hour and 50 minutes long, which in my opinion was like 50 minutes too long. (laughs) And then I actually had a dream about this movie. Really? After we watched it. Yeah. But before we jump in... um. I did want to loop back around because we asked everyone to send us their would you rathers mm-hmm. for uh, like would you rather horror movie edition and Clever Ghouls podcast at, at Clever Ghouls on Instagram. They sent us their choice, which was would you rather take your chances with the Cenobites from Hellraiser or mm-hmm. try to escape the traps in the Saw franchise? I love this. Would you rather? I'm going to have to go with the saw traps. So I had to clarify, I've never seen Hellraiser. You can come at me. Uh, it's on my list, my personal list. Mm-hmm. And Joe had to explain to me uh, kind of the deal. Yes. So first of all, it's pronounced Cenobites. Did I say it wrong? I'm sorry. I believe so. Uh, Cenobites. I'm pretty sure it's Cenobites. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> so. Um. I also said the saw traps mm-hmm. just for the fact um, because it seemed like the Hellraiser Cenobites. Mm-hmm. It was more like an ongoing torture. Like there wasn't right. like a timed aspect to it. Yeah. Whereas with the saw traps, there is like a time oh where you have to like finish or you just die. Yeah. And I also feel like for the most part, the saw traps, you hold your own life in your hands. It's up to you. You have some kind of Right, you're not facing off against another person or another being. I don't want to be tortured by this, like, BDSM cult-looking, like, group of... If you're into that, that's cool. True, yes. I will be guarding my nipples, but... (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just your nipples? Yes. (laughs) That's cool. I, I, I like that question. Who is that from? So that was from the Clever Ghouls podcast, and you can find them on Instagram at Clever Ghouls. And they also have a Facebook, and they have some merch as well. So very cool. And I actually saw on their Instagram, I think, that they did um, a horror movie trivia night. like Really? In their local town, which was so cool. I thought that was very, really interesting. I like that. Nice. Yeah. We'll so to check them thank out. you for submitting that question. Love it. And if you guys have more would you rathers, uh, we'll definitely answer them on the podcast. Yes, absolutely. And thank you again uh, for sending your recommendations and participating in that little Instagram mm-hmm. survey story that I put up. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay. So for a almost two hour movie, um, there really isn't a lot of notes that I have. I mean, I got three pages, yeah, but I, considering... I don't have too many myself. This feels like a very good kind of turn off your brain and just sit back and oh yeah, enjoy yeah. this. You know, I don't know if... I don't think you've seen these, but this gave me a feeling of... Um, have you ever seen The Faculty with Elijah Wood and Josh Hartnett? No. Oh, my God. Same vibe. It's early, like, 2000s... It feels like a, a neighborhood 
horror movie. I don't know how else to really explain it. It has this same like feel. To okay. It. So in the faculty, there's uh, high school kids, a group of them, kind of breakfast club ish, and they're trying to survive. Um, let's just say like a alien invasion thing, but very like survival sit back and just like a, a good popcorn horror movie and it has a pretty decent cult following as as well i'd be interested in checking that one out i'd watch it it's been a while since i've seen it uh, but this you can find on tubi and yeah it came out in, in 2000 so wow over two decades ago three years ago yeah i'm getting old mm-hmm and it's part of a trilogy. I don't know if I'm going to watch a trilogy of this, but... Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I would really love to see where they go with the third one, though. Like, two, I can understand. Three, it's questionable. Too many snaps. Who does three snaps? Unless it's like that... <laughs> I think it's called, like, snap mm-hmm. snaps back. One is called, like, ginger snaps snaps back <laughs> and then the other one is like i don't know i don't know what the third one's called let me look it up for a second <laughs> oh ginger snaps back the beginning uh. all right so movie came out in 2000 let's go we open with this a little kid in a sandbox he wipes some blood on his mouth and when his mom comes over to check him out she pulls away a severed paw, and then we see their dog, Baxter, who's been absolutely slaughtered in his doghouse. Great name for a dog, by the way. Baxter? Yeah, I'm just trying to sprinkle some sarcasm in there. Hang on, let me try it again. Oh, okay. <clears throat> what a great name for a dog, by the way. Sheesh. Why, how do you do that with your mouth? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. Uh, two teenage girls, Bridget, a.k.a. B, and Ginger, are basically plotting their suicides, and they take photos of themselves for a school project in different methods. It was hard to decipher whether or not this was just for the school project or if they were legitimately trying to figure out how they would look. Mm-hmm if they were to kill themselves in these different ways, because I think one of them was talking about being worried about looking weird when they were found. Right. So I think this was kind of like a killing two birds with one stone scenario. Ginger is having some back pain during gym class at school. That's important later. And Bridget gets pushed in field hockey and straight into a disemboweled dog on the field. Yeah. How did no one see this? It's just in the fucking middle of the field. Right. The dog is just like, and they're playing field hockey. I know. They've been out there for like 30 minutes, maybe. Right. And no one notices this dog until B gets pushed into it. Mm Mm-hmm. This was the thing that I I think, honestly, out of the entire movie, this is where I draw the line in the sand. (laughs) This is the one thing that really pisses me off. Well, we're back to dead dogs now. We are, sorry. We went a a a whole plethora of movies without having dead dogs. So, unfortunately, we're back on track there. Also, early 2000s rock music 
like stock audio mm-hmm. very heavy in the intro of this movie and also i've seen this in a ton of flicks where there are different sports being played at a high school and some people are running track but then you also have these groups of people sitting on bleachers smoking not in class i guess they're skipping class right i like have there's I've always never like experienced this onlookers, myself yeah yeah like is this normal because like it- in the middle of the day it's not normal but if if they were like practicing like after school like they were on the field hockey team i could see that because yeah, like after it's, school it's you it's know it's the year 2000 like i can understand if this was like the isn't that a jonas brothers song i i i don't know I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, no, I was going to say, like, um, it's the year 2000. I feel like. These... 3000. It was year th- 3000. <laughs> okay. I feel, like the, I feel like high schoolers would be with their friends elsewhere or at their house. Not I don't just... think that matters with what time period it was. That's. Well, yeah, generally the case with teenagers yeah well i okay yeah i guess so but i feel like if if this was like a different decade like the 60s or 70s obviously there's no like gaming consoles or computers to go home to right um but yeah i've never experienced people just hanging out at like the soccer field and maybe I'm thinking way too much into this. I was just going to say, once again, we learned that horror movies are not indicative of reality. You just said dick. I'm just going to push on. So popular. Oh, they, they mention the dog as um, a victim of the Beast of Bailey Downs. They say the Beast of Bailey Downs has struck again. And a popular girl named Tina. I'm sorry, Trina who pushed B has a dog and the sisters conspire to steal her dog and make it look like she, uh, it, I don't know what the dog's name was, was attacked by whatever is going around and killing dogs. Mm -hmm. At dinner time, Ginger's mom thinks that Ginger might be getting her period. The dad in this loved him. (laughs) Like his nonchalantness. He looked like Mitch McConnell just freezing the entire time that they had dinner. Way to bring relevancy to (laughs) to this episode. I love it. Pop culture, baby. I'm on it. Oh my God. Yeah. The dad was, I felt a little bad. Like he would get picked on by the mom. And then when he would try to kind of speak up, then he would get shut down so hard by her. Yeah. It was very, um, there's another movie that I'm thinking of that has a dad that plays exactly the same as this one. And Stranger I... Things? Yeah. Mike's oh, dad? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's exactly yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so they go to find the dog in the middle of the night. And they find a, a different dog. And then it's like mangled. I think they try to take the paw... Or the body. They tried to lift the body and then the arm like. But they're trying to like take the body to Trina to like be like, oh, your dog's dead, even though it wasn't her dog. Yeah, I didn't get that part. I don't know. I don't think that we need to get that part. Right. Uh, 
Ginger dramatically gets her period. And, like, speaking from experience, this is not how it happens. Especially, like, A, the first day, right? And then Mm. B, like, the first time. It's not like... Like, she was dripping blood down her leg. It, It was... Very similar to my head trauma story in the beginning where it was like, you just put your hand down and there's blood fucking everywhere. Not how it, not, not true. Okay. Again, we established that this is not reality. (laughs) Anyway, Ginger is really like upset about her period. And she says, this is a quote. If I start simping around tampon dispensers and moaning about PMS, just shoot me. Okay. And she says this to her sister B and Mm -hmm. like, I want to know what's wrong with that. Like, if you need it, like, everybody needs tampons. Yeah, so this... Everybody bitches and moans about PMS. This movie is drowning in teen angst. Oh, yes. And... Laying it on very thick. Is this her way of, like, weirdly non-conforming? Yeah, because she, like, doesn't want anything to do with, like, mainstream society. Yeah, like... (laughs) Can you imagine non-conforming to a biological thing? I didn't even know they were sisters until they were at the dinner table. Because when the movie starts, it looks like they're in a goddamn basement. They look nothing alike, by the way. They don't, yeah. I had no idea that they were sisters. I thought they were just friends in a basement planning to off themselves. Because Ginger has red hair and Bridget has brown hair. Their facial features look nothing alike. And then their parents, like, I think they both have brown hair. Like, where did Ginger's hair come from? Mm. I don't know. Anyway. Okay, so Ginger gets her period. Mm -hmm. She's upset by this. Then she suddenly gets attacked by a monster. It pulls her into the woods and Bridget follows. It's a blurry sequence, but we can see Ginger is being bitten and scratched by a werewolf. Mm -hmm. B hits it with a rock and it throws her off. And the two run into a road, and the werewolf explodes after being hit by a truck. <laughs> right. And it's driven by the town drug dealer named Sam. Ginger's wounds heal immediately, and Bridget manages to snap a Polaroid picture of the werewolf. Pause. You said that Sam looked very familiar. Right. Do you did you look it up? I did not know. Do you want to know where he's from? Please. He's the emo boy. In Final Destination 3. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, wow. Because I was like, I know that boy. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what I just found out today? Um, I saw a clip on TikTok of the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood scene where Brad Pitt is, his house is broken into by the cult. Yeah. The cult leader with the long hair, his name is Tex. That's Austin Butler. Really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Sorry for the sidebar, Judge. It's okay. All right. At school, Ginger is having a rough time with her period. She smokes weed for the first time with some boys from school in the back of Sam's van, while B asks Sam what he ran over the other night. I think Sam is, like, denying that it was something supernatural. Right? At first, yeah. Yeah, at first he does. Then the the... Back of the, he kind of opens the back of the van, exposes all of them sitting in the back, and then Trina's dog freaks out at Ginger and snaps at her. Hey, 
Ginger snaps. Hey, all right. We'll see you guys next week. (laughs) (laughs) She also snaps back. (gasps) What? And she kicks it in the face. Uh, I don't know where they go after. Oh, they go to the school nurse after. Well, she first she goes to like the principal, and then they go to the school nurse because Ginger shows B the scratches on her shoulder, and there's white hair growing out of them. Mm-hmm. They go to the nurse. This experience, I feel like, was realistic, at least for me. Oh, really? Um. The school nurse is like, everything is normal, even the hair, but they don't specify where the hair is coming from. Right. So she's like, totally natural. (laughs) And uh, that night, their mom makes Ginger her favorite dessert and announces to the dinner table that she's a young woman now. Bridget and Ginger end up getting in a fight because Ginger thinks that it's bullshit that she's becoming a werewolf. Uh, So naturally... B watches a ton of old werewolf movies and investigates Ginger's hair removal because there's like razors and shaving cream and all this shit in Mm -hmm. the bathroom and tracks not only her menstrual cycle, but also the full moons. She's got a whole system going here. (laughs) Ginger ends up getting a bit of a glow up. I believe is the term mm-hmm. and walks into school wearing a kind of like sexy outfit, literally pounces on a guy in the middle of an athletic field just to make out with him. And then Sam catches up with Bridget and says he's basically going crazy because he he's pretty sure that he saw a legitimate werewolf. And I'm pretty sure he says that he is convinced because he took a look at the werewolf's human circumcised dick. Like, before he hit the werewolf with his truck, he was like, look at that dick. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that was the thing that he was looking at? I guess, up until right now, I thought he described the entire werewolf as looking like an uncircumcised dick. Oh, I thought he said he like caught a look at Maybe he did. Maybe I heard it wrong. Cause that makes sense to me because like you'd be like, oh, that's a dog, but then if you like see a circumcised penis, then you're like, Well, that's that's, that's weird. Not where I parked my car. <laughs> <laughs> like that's weird. Yeah. That doesn't belong on a dog or a wolf. wolf. This is ridiculous to talk about. I'm moving <laughs> on. All right, Bridget tracks where ginger is on her cycle and while ginger is sleeping she pulls down her underwear to reveal a wiggling tail okay have you ever seen the movie shallow Hal? no but i watched (laughs) half of it on tiktok and i truly do want to watch it because it looks like a good movie although did you see that um this just came out recently that the um stunt double for gwyneth paltrow in that movie uh Pretty much almost killed herself after that movie came out. Why? Because like she she was gooping. What? (laughs) She she like she was a plus sized actress. Oh oh okay. There's two versions of Gwyneth Paltrow in the movie. I wasn't sure. Oh, if it was skinny stunt double or (laughs) okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And basically, just like. Everybody's comments yeah. about 
what she looked like at that size in the movie versus what Gwyneth Paltrow actually looks like, which we all know she just drinks bone broth. She's a fucking nut, whatever. Um, anyways, we get a little tail action in Shallow Hal. And that, that sounds really weird. It reminded me of that. All right, so Bridget ends up going to Sam and says that she was the one bitten by the werewolf, and he says that they should forget Hollywood rules. So they're very, like, (laughs) self-aware here. Mm -hmm. They're like, we're not adhering to normal, like, silver bullet kills the werewolf kind of thing because his van annihilated the werewolf. And then he says that when he got piercings... He got infection, so the piercer told him to use silver, and that throughout history, they believe silver could cure ailments. Two things on this. Of course, you were getting infections if you're piercing yourself with, like, fucking $10 jewelry. Oh, yeah. And it's not, like, silver that they usually recommend. It's, like, titanium. Yeah, be a real Or gold. Go to Claire's at the mall. Get it done right. I'm gonna tell you that when you're, like, sweating over your nose ring joe wants to get his nose pierced and he's very nervous i'm just kidding i will hold your hand oh okay thank you you're welcome yeah to be clear i have many many tattoos and i have no problem with little needles going in and out thousands of times but for some reason one (laughs) big old puncture that just freaks me out you do you it's okay (laughs) no judgment And then the second thing is, even though they tell us not to believe, like, Hollywood rules, Mm -hmm. uh, I cannot for the life of me figure out what the actual rules are around these werewolves in the movie. Because, all right, in the beginning, there's multiple dead dogs. It's not like there's a full moon one night and like multiple dead dogs show up that night. Right. It's like the werewolf is permanently the werewolf, which kind of makes sense following Ginger's mm-hmm. transformation throughout the movie. Right. Because Bridget is tracking like her cycle and the month. And like as the month comes to a close with the new full moon, that felt like redundant. <laughs> um she's like closer and closer to becoming a werewolf. But it's not like, say, in, like, Harry Potter, where, like, it's a full moon, Mm -hmm. they transform, the next morning they wake up naked and, like, covered in blood, and they're like, oh, shit, like, what happened last night, you know? (laughs) It's like she, like, is permanently becoming a werewolf. Did you get that sense, too? A little bit, yeah. And I thought about how fucked up that is. Yeah, it was a really weird, like... I feel like at some point, if you survive long enough, you're like, oh, okay, I just have to chain myself down for, like, once a month or whatever. Yeah. But if you know, and you have... Because we learned this later, she still has, like, a a conscience. Like, she can still communicate. But if you know that you're going to be stuck that way, that's Mm -hmm. really fucked up. Yeah. So Ginger takes a drive uh, with her boy toy... And Bridget yells she's ovulating as they drive away, (laughs) which, like, that just cracked me up. She's, like, really taking notes on her menstrual cycle here. (laughs) 
Uh, they end up making out in the back of the car, but Ginger takes control, like, flips on top of him. She she says something about, like, being the man or something. Mm-hmm. And her spine starts shifting as she's, like, biting him. I thought she was killing him, but we learn later they were just actually having sex and she was biting him everywhere. Right. And when she gets home, she tells Bridget that she ate the neighbor's dog and laments that she's a freak mutant lay. And she kind of like has the sex talk with Bridget and is like, you know, it wasn't as good as everybody says it was and whatever. And then Bridget pierces her belly button with the silver jewelry that Sam gave her. But the needle starts getting stuck when she's piercing her and then Ginger's eyes and teeth change just briefly until Bridget manages to get the ring through uh, and they, they get the ring in and then they're like, okay, you know, maybe that'll work. Problem solved. <laughs> maybe <laughs> the next morning we see Bridget helping Ginger with her tail in gym class as it continues to grow and the guy who hooked up with Ginger says that she rocked his world. Um, and he looks pretty beaten up, but he's happy about it. <laughs> Something awoken inside him. Right? Then Ginger attacks Trina during field hockey. And the guy that Ginger hooked up with, I, I did not figure out his name the entire movie. So we're just going to go with that. He starts pissing blood and... Bridget says that Ginger infected him, to which she says, oops. So there was this factor, too, that she can infect other people. Mm -hmm. It's not like she has to bite them on a full moon right? in order for them to also become a werewolf themselves. Mm -hmm. And... I know that men's hormone cycles are like every day, I want to say. Uh, so I don't know how his transformation is going. If it is based off of hormonal cycles. I will say it does seem like he is changing faster than Ginger. Right. But I, I truly do not think that they put that much thought into this movie. Yeah, we don't really get a clear timeline with his we don't even see him really transform but he looked like we don't but he starts getting pretty he looked like a goddamn leper like yes he had all these scabs on his face and it looked like it was affecting him way differently yeah so he her. he's looking pretty rough and <laughs> get rough. it yeah <laughs> later on i'll bring it up again uh of like where he is at the transformation stage, but it does seem like he's progressing a little bit faster. Mm -hmm. Sam researches into a plant called Aconitum. I don't know. It's also known as wolfsbane, <laughs> and, and it's a perennial plant, and it only grows in the spring, which is not helpful to them. Since Sam believes that Bridget is the one affected still, Ginger says, did she tell you that she's growing a tail? And then she also accuses Sam of being predatory towards Bridget as um, like a cherry picker, essentially. Mm -hmm. Like she mentions her age. She's like, she's only 15. 
We don't know how old Sam is, but I think he's closer to 18 probably. And I got the vibe that he's just out of school or maybe a dropout. Oh, and he's just hanging around school because he's dealing drugs. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Ginger is taking a bath later and she's shaving off all of her werewolf hair and something is poking out of her ankle. They never really go back to it though. It was this black spike. It's it's the nail. The dogs oh. dogs have their thumb oh. per se is up higher. Oh my god! Okay, that makes sense to me now. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Trina then shows up at their house asking for her dog and says that she saw Ginger take him. She also says, "Oh, Trina is the one who calls Sam a cherry picker, and because Trina has a, a crush on Sam." I guess they may have slept together and maybe she lost her virginity to him and then he like doesn't mm. acknowledge her and now he's like on to Bridget. Ginger ends up grabbing Tina, Trina, Jesus Christ, and pulls her into the house with um her hand around her mouth. She kind of like takes her hostage. I don't think I'm like correctly portraying the fact that like Ginger is really on edge like Ever since she gets bit, she's mm-hmm. like really very sporadic with her emotions. Yeah. Um and really explosive. Yeah, and I just, like the smallest things. Like hormonal, honestly. Yeah. Trina ends up throwing up for some reason, which causes Ginger to, you know, move her hand out of the way. And then she pulls a knife on the sisters. Then she slips on spilt milk and cracks her head open on the counter. The parents come back home. They had like left to go grocery shopping. And when they come back home, the sisters are pretending to be taking murder photos again. Mm-hmm. This maybe was one of my favorite scenes uh, during the <laughs> it was movie. Clever. Yeah. So like there's blood everywhere because Trina just, you know, died. And. Uh. Ginger is laying in the blood and then Bridget is standing over her with the Polaroid camera taking photos and Ginger just like sits up and licks like blood off her finger and is like smiling very innocently and is Mm -hmm. like it's corn syrup and like even offers her dad to like try it. Yeah. It was funny her their mother was just like you kids. Yeah. Clean this mess up. Also that was real blood. Totally licking. Oh yeah. She was eating it. Yeah. The mom goes to the deep freezer to put groceries away, but doesn't see Trina in there because Bridget asks her, what do men want? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, also, Trina is like covered in ice. It doesn't make any sense. They just put her in the freezer and she's layered with ice. Uh, They go to get her that night out of the freezer to bury her in the backyard The next day at school, the guy who got infected by Ginger confronts Bridget and his teeth are now very werewolfy and admits to growing a tail and killing a dog. When they get home that night, Bridget notices that her mom has dried uh, wolfsbane or they also call it monkshood. It's just like it's just all one species of plant. And she got it from a craft store, but it's uh, like dried. Mm -hmm. Uh, so she can still use it. 
Ginger, on the other hand, is in the bathroom trying to saw her tail off. Yeah. Which was really disturbing. Ugh, could you imagine? Ugh. Like having it. Ugh. I can like feel an invisible tail <laughs> out of me <laughs> and I can feel what it feels like to try to like cut it off. Ugh. All right. The next morning they wake up, which uh, is now Halloween. It's also a full moon. And Bridget locks Ginger in the bathroom to start working on a cure with Sam. She goes to see him, and he lives in, like, a greenhouse. Yeah, what? I mean, it makes <laughs> sense because he's growing weed in there, but I don't think that everyone knows that he's growing weed. This looked like the greenhouse in Hogwarts Legacy. It did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Bridget suggests, like, direct root injection with this... um serum that mm -hmm. they're going to make with the what's it called monkshood mm -hmm. they concoct this serum it's the foulest looking liquid i've ever seen and they make up a syringe of it and sam also reveals that he knew it was ginger the entire time like he knew that bridget wasn't affected when bridget comes back ginger has broken down the door and heads to the school and i think there's um a dance going on there maybe maybe yeah, not it looked like it i guess bridget is heading to the school to meet up with ginger when she's on her way there she hears a little girl screaming and the werewolf boy is attacking a little girl she chases him off and she grabs his attention and the little girl runs off and she takes this opportunity to basically use him as a clinical trial and injects him in the neck with the uh, serum. And he he's cured instantly. <laughs> Can you imagine the odds? What does he say? He's like, I have to go do some homework or something. Uh, something stupid like that. <laughs> So here's what I'm saying, like with him changing a lot more quickly because like mm -hmm. he's ready to kill this little girl. Yeah. Even though he's not transformed into a full fledged werewolf, mm -hmm. but like he's almost there, I feel like. And I don't know, maybe if it was just because like maybe every werewolf that is infected leading up to the full moon, like maybe they all change on the full moon. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's one theory. Right. So like no matter where you get bitten during the month, like you will change at the next full moon. Interesting. Okay. One theory. Uh, second theory is because of the hormone cycles. Right. He's just filtering through it faster and he's going to change. Like whereas Ginger has been waiting the whole month, he's going to go in like a week. Yeah. Also, when she, when B injected the serum into his neck, they do this in every movie. They literally stab it into the side of their neck. Like wherever. I, yeah, I it blows my mind. Like you you have a pretty main artery yeah. in your neck. And like, does it need to go just under the skin? Does it need to go directly into the muscle? Does it need to go into a vein or an artery? No, they just fucking stab away and it, it works. I, I'm not a nurse, so... Oh, shit. You're not? I'm not. Ah, uh, all right. 
We have to get divorced. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Ginger murders the guidance counselor at school. The mom finds, well, actually both parents find Trina's fingers in the backyard. And Mm. then the mom is like, it's part of the girl's death project. And then she puts them in Tupperware in the fridge. (laughs) Uh, And then she kind of looks outside like she's a little like suspicious. Something's going on. Ginger at school also kills the janitor. Bridget is there now, by the way. So um, she watches Ginger kill the janitor. She also compares killing to touching yourself. And then she either tries to kill her sister or have sex with her. I mean, I thought she was going to kill her. Oh, it was slightly sexual. It was, yeah, it was. All right, you you have to admit that. So it was a little bit weird. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that was intentional. Back at home, the mom digs up Trina's body. The mom picks up Bridget off the side of the road and now has Trina's fingers in tow. Like she's carrying the Tupperware of mm-hmm. Trina's fingers. And they head to Sam's greenhouse where he's throwing a Halloween rager. And that's where also where Ginger is heading. I feel like there's a personality shift with the mom at this point, too. And I feel like it was way out of left field it, it was unbalanced so in the beginning she was being very motherly and trying to be there for her kids in a way where she's like she doesn't fully understand them there's a part where even b tells her mom hey ginger thinks it's pretty cool that you let her try and figure things out by her herself and then her mom's like oh uh, okay trying to be the cool understanding mom when she pulls up in the van after she finds the fingers, she has the same attitude as if, like, oh, my kid was out drinking. Instead of driving, they called me and I picked them up. Like, I'm going to be that, right. that safe, cool parent. But if you found a dead fucking body in the yard, maybe have a little bit of urgency and, I don't know, anger. In your in your demeanor, you know? I think that this was, like, her wanting to be the cool mom so bad. And also, like, you're, you're gonna, like, love your kids still, like. Yeah, but there's a big difference between picking them up drunk at a party and but, uh, yeah, yeah, a dead body. <laughs> okay. It's a movie. All right. <laughs> All right, so Ginger has glowed up again, and since it's Halloween, it's all good. It's Gucci. Her face is like a werewolf, but it's fine. Right. And uh, her skin is also very like werewolfy. It's like uh, plasticky looking, almost. I don't know. Yeah, like waxy. Le- leathery. Yeah, yeah. And her hair is white now. She's still like normal girl body but her face is like mostly werewolf mom says that she's gonna blow up the house tomorrow and that the girls us girls can start over fresh and And we're just like what about dad and i don't even i don't really know if she explains that yeah i don't remember or if like 
we're just to assume that dad is going to be like in the house and she's just going to blow him up. That poor guy. So mom and Bridget arrive at the party. Ginger's already in there. She's trying to seduce Sam. I don't know why. I think she's just trying to get at her sister. Like, I think she's just trying to be a bitch towards her sister. Because um, what I'm... I did not uh, explain this very well. When they were at the school, when um, I said Ginger was either trying to like have sex with her or turn her, she like wants her to join her as like a werewolf pact thing. Right. And Bridget's right. like, no, thank you. And then Ginger gets upset about that, and that's when she goes to like basically get back at her by getting with Sam. I hate Sam's reaction here, though, because he knows Bridget, or I'm sorry, he knows that Ginger is a werewolf, and he's basically like, Ginger, this is wrong, but he's still, like, making out with her and, like, touching her, and he's pretty on board. Yeah, I mean, he ultimately does say, or he puts his foot down. He does. And it's not like he did that when B enters a room and then he like his head is clear a little bit he does that before she even enters the room and we hear it from her side of the door yeah so yeah still Sam was my favorite character same so it was a little disappointing to see him kind of like falling and that's the other thing I don't know whether or not it was um like Ginger is just naturally like more seductive like there's a maybe like a pheromone thing going on or some kind of like supernatural mm. like she has some kind of like seductive power maybe he just has like a werewolf fetish maybe maybe he's a furry oh maybe okay so sam pushes her off bridget walks in on them and then makes a blood pact with ginger and she's like i i will be with you in this like this is what you want and she slices her hand she slices ginger's hand and then you know they hold hands and now bridget is infected they go to leave and sam hits ginger with a shovel and says that he just wants to help but bridget tells (laughs) him that um she had a plan there's more plant at the house, and the cure worked because she used it on the werewolf boy. Uh, and the blood pact was the only way to get Ginger to leave the party with her. Sam didn't know this, and it's like a little defensive. Like, I was literally just trying to, like, save you. Um, but he ends up driving them both home. And unfortunately, Ginger starts changing in the back of the van. And Bridget also isn't doing so hot. And maybe that fits with the... St- theory of if you get infected on or like close to the full moon then it works faster. yeah like it it just whenever you get infected that full moon is when you're gonna turn mm-hmm. because she was really feeling it almost immediately yeah right also i am just i'm in love with the image of the mom wandering the party with <laughs> a tupperware container of two fingers which, by the way, that's it. We don't see her or the no, dad ever again. That's like again. the last time that we ever see her, and she's just lost at a party with fingers. You know, in a some tupper. say that t- 
to this day, she is still wandering that party with a Tupperware. You can still see her every Halloween. She has a lantern and she holds up two fingers. <laughs> so they're at the sister's house now. And Ginger is now full werewolf. She breaks out of the back of the van. They, they being Sam and Bridget, grab the supplies and brew the cure in the pantry, which was very impressive of how they worked <laughs> under, you know, so much stress. Right. Sam suggests Bridget taking the cure first, and she says no, which I feel like is one of those, um, you know, like she's being the bigger person, mm -hmm. you know, she's taking care of her sister or whatever. But it's also very stupid because <laughs> she could have easily said like, great, like let me take it first and then I will be at full health to be able to help like put down my sister essentially. Right. So she says no. Then Sam suggests that he handles the syringe because Bridget can't move very well. Then their plan is to have Bridget distract Ginger, but as soon as they open the pantry door, Ginger attacks Sam. Unfortunate. Like I said, he was my favorite. Bridget gets a syringe, but then drops it under the stairs in the basement. We see Sam is still alive down there, but barely, and Ginger's werewolf form is in full frame. She's like white. She's like creepy and gorgeous that's weird <laughs> yeah bridget starts drinking sam's blood off the floor to kind of like show that she's on her side yeah, yeah yeah there's this great shot of sam just in the middle of the two sisters like they're just like scooping up his blood on either side and this <laughs> poor dude is just like sitting in the middle of it um Bridget, unfortunately, though, throws up and kind of wipes away this facade. Ginger snarls at her. Uh, obviously, she can tell that she's faking this. And Ginger finishes Sam off. So sad. Bridget now has a knife and the syringe. Ginger corners her in their room and lunges. And Bridget ends up stabbing her. Bridget still has the syringe and Ginger is still breathing, although it looks like she's dying. Bridget lays her head on her sister's chest um, and just feels it move until she stops breathing. Then the movie ends. Did Bridget use the syringe? Did she use it on herself? Did she try to use it on her sister? I don't know. I think she's wise enough to at least use it on herself. And is there like a time limit where you have to use it? Do you have to use it before you get infected? Mm. Like, would it even work if uh, Bridget was, or I'm sorry, once Ginger was in full-fledged werewolf form, would it have even worked? We don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know if the syringe would be able to go through her hide. Because they had a tough time piercing her, her belly button. And I thought maybe that was because the skin was getting tougher because it's like dog skin, <laughs> I guess. I, yeah, I thought that it was more of like a self-healing type thing. Like uh, that makes more she was sense. just healing while it was being pierced. 
Yeah. But when Bridget stabbed her, it didn't seem like she had that big of an issue. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, I like your yours better. Uh, B is probably probably the most dedicated sister in film history. That's that. Like, she had so much shit thrown at her, and she was still, like, there for her sister. Yeah, that's true. And Ginger is just being a B. Also, this movie either was filmed in or financed or whatever uh, in Canada. There is two shots of this poor little boy in a hockey, decked out in a hockey gear. Like, it makes no sense. He's, like, looking for his dog at one point. He has pads and skates on, and he's outside. There's no snow. There's no ice. It just felt very out of place, and maybe they were trying to push that, like, Canadian vibe? I, I don't know. It felt really yeah. out of place. I don't know. And if it was, like, a joke, I'd... I think it, it was kind of jokey. I mean, like, he was, like, a pudgy kid, mm-hmm. and he was, like, strapped down with all this, like, hockey gear that was way too tight on him. And he was just, like, looking for his dog. And he looked like he was not the best hockey player. Right. Yeah, I agree. Oh, and I gotta say that Catherine Isabel, the actress who plays Ginger, was phenomenal in this. It wasn't just, like, a bitchy role. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, And I wanted... I know you haven't seen some of these, but I think this movie is the perfect mix like okay just imagine professor x from powerpuff girls the intro where he mixes in uh-huh. all the ingredients like if you took the movie uh the faculty and like the craft and mixed in a little bit of like a goosebumps movie i feel like that's exactly what this feel is yeah i could see this being vibe. like goosebumpy mhm yeah. What are your thoughts on this movie? Um, I don't know. I do like the complete and utter ridiculousness of like that Ginger like got her period and like the werewolf like sniffed it out and that's why she got attacked. <laughs> uh, I mean, definitely some themes of like coming of age there for Yeah, do you, is this a giant metaphor film? Probably for a getting little your bit. period. <laughs> yeah. All because she didn't want to use a tampon. My God. (laughs) (laughs) I would give this a... uh, Are you going through all the vowels? No. (laughs) Four. Okay, that's fair. I I was going to give this a four and a half myself. Okay. I certainly didn't hate it. It's not really unforgettable um but like i said in the beginning it's an awesome just sit back it's and it's like a popcorn like i think my main complaint was that it was way too long Mm. for what it was i'm all for the camp and you know what i think problem solved here just cut everything with the parents pretty much they did nothing yeah like they didn't like leaving the scene where they walk in on them. I thought that was good, but yeah. like the dinner scenes, they did nothing. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, they didn't offer anything to the story. You take them out, nothing is altered. You still get the teen angst. You still get the stories between the two sisters, so. And I will say that it did have that feeling of something that you would watch, like, as a young teen, mm. like, on Fearnet. I know, <laughs> right, I know right. that this was on Fearnet. I've seen it on there before. Well, I saw it on there when it was still a thing. But, um, yeah, good vibes. Wolfgang did <laughs> specify when they recommended this that it was not a good recommendation, but that they okay. really just wanted us to watch it. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm glad we did, because like I said, this has a huge cult following, and it's one of those things where it's like, all right, I got to see what this movie's about if there's this many people that love this movie. Yeah. You know? And I really enjoyed the special effects at the end. Yeah. Of yeah, her, it, like, being a werewolf. Mm-hmm. I will say I did dig watching Ginger transform slowly, bit by bit. Because every other werewolf movie, it's always... Just oh, that, like, immediate... on the full moon, it's gonna, you know... Age. Yeah, like the same sequence of like the back breaking and like, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I'm a sucker for those though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Give me a good back break. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that brings us to the end. Thank you for joining us in this howling good episode. Oh, look at you with the puns. If you want to see us review, please, God, no, don't tell us this. But if you want to see us review Ginger Snaps Back and Ginger Snaps the Beginning, <laughs> we'll do it. We'll, we'll take that silver bullet for you oh, and we'll, we'll tell you what it's all about. I love it. For the listeners. Yep dedication over here <laughs> well you can follow us on instagram at partners and fright podcast you can follow us on x at fright partners i'm gonna do that every episode now Good. <laughs> and uh if you would be so kind to leave us a review on apple podcast or spotify that would be greatly appreciated other than that I think we will see you next week. Please watch a scary movie for us. Bye-bye.